You said your sister-in-law killed a man and a woman here and cut them up? You said they found hands and feet, but they never found any heads. Recording. Alrighty. Oh, yeah. That's right. I started already. Oh, okay. Come on in. What's up? Come on in. He uh, caught me off guard. Yeah. Normally, we hit record, and then we bullshit for three or four minutes, and we're like, you know, we've been... Uh, Bullshitting. Been recording for a while now. No. He just went with it. We're back. Got right in there. This is uh, 77? 77. 77. Um, it's the evening. Yeesh. Saturday. Saturday. Just had some <clears throat> chili, some cornbread. Kind of yes. got that itis right now. Well, Keep because fucking yawning. Because it, and it's uh like um twenty something outside. Yeah, so today was the first like pretty damn cold day. So well, uh, there's like an Arctic something. Oh, is there an Arctic? Arctic front. I heard there or was whatever. an Arctic something. Yeah, it's moving through. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> All right. Um. What's up? I was just you seem sh- hesitant. No, I was just making sure that's running. You're not ready to go? Did I catch you off guard by going? Well, whatever, it's okay. You ready for the war? I have two warm ups. I thought you had three. I you let one go? To, well, I, I can wait. We can wait on It's it. a lot of warming up. That's kind of like starting to that's why get into it. That's why I was like, let's just cut it down. Let's do it. The first one is a CNN.com article. It's about an inmate. This is from just the other day. An inmate in uh, Iowa who was serving a life sentence says that he should be set free because he became ill, momentarily died, and then was revived. I fucking... I died. Well, so many people on Reddit were like, well... I already died. If you agree with Jon Snow, you kind of have to... I've never met this man, and he, I know he's no Jon Snow. No, you're right. Yeah, so he had um, he had developed large kidney stones that led to septic poisoning. Kidney stones! <laughs> he fell unconscious in his cell. He was taken to the local hospital where he had to be res- uh, resuscitated five separate times. Do you, do you think you fall uh, unconscious from the pain? Like you pass out from the yeah, pain? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so anyway, that's warm so up like, number one. I, died. I already died, dude. Let me out. Yeah, it doesn't seem like it's gonna work out for him. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> somebody was like, "Well, that's why they they give you consecutive life sentences." Well, also, you gotta you at least try. Mm-hmm. Can't blame the guy for trying. Hell no. What's he have to lose? He just died. You're right. You know, all he's got to do is die again. <laughs> um. So the second warm up is a an article from. WRIC.com. It's an ABC 8 News article from Virginia, Virginia Beach specifically. Um, It just happened as well. This one I wanted to read because I wanted to get your thoughts. So a woman was in court. Um, She's 20. She entered the court. She, or excuse me, she's 18. Her dude, her boyfriend was 20 and he was in court for a probation violation. Okay. And she went to court to observe what happened, and he was sentenced to 90 days in jail. And she got pissy, and she um, had to come back. So she got pissy and leaves, and she slammed the door when she left. But then Uh she had to come back to get a binder that she left. (laughs) 
<laughs> oh, shit. So the judge was still in the courtroom. Sorry. I forgot this. Yeah. So the judge is still in the courtroom. So he calls her up to the table to explain her behavior. She says, I was angry. He says, well, for your outburst, I find you in, con- I find you in contempt <laughs> and sentences her to 10 days in jail. Hold on. Hold on. So he didn't say, hey, go get her. It was just like, she well, came back. while you're here. Because she came back. She, yeah. She, he was going to let so it go. So she was go. home free. Yeah. And then just needed, uh, I hope that notebook is really important. Yeah, yeah. Well, so some people were saying that the judge was a little harsh. It's really harsh. That's what I mean. That it's really harsh. But as somebody who sits in court a lot That's and what, just listens to people mouth off yeah. to the judge. I mean, they're people. Yeah. That's why I, I feel like... Judges are like doctors. It's like you should try to get the early appointments before they've been yes. fucking annoyed all that's day and they're why, tired and cranky. That's why attorneys schedule their cases for 8 and 9 a.m. Yeah, and that's why early. they get to go first so and you fresh. have to sit there for 45 minutes waiting for them to finish their cases. Yep. 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 And you want that doctor with those steady hands. Oh, yeah. You don't want them to be the... 14th knee replacement of the day don't go into surgery at 8 a.m or 8 p.m if you can help it i think i had surgery well i don't know i maybe i got when i had my um, i was fresh though you were like that's early what i was saying it was early a.m yeah. so the the changeover should have happened i got right? my knee done bright and early in the yeah. morning dude had his coffee and we we're fucking in there <laughs> Um, so those are the warm-ups. Right on. Yeah. So, um, that's what happens when you show your ass in court. And that's what happens when you die in jail and come back to life. Yep. They don't let you out. They don't let you out. Um, so you ready for the episode? (laughs) Do you have anything? Uh, nope. 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 Thought the battery's dead, but I looked at it wrong. Oh, are we, do we have juice? Yeah, we're good. I looked at it wrong. Uh, episode 77, the tale of living beyond your means. Alrighty. So this little boy named Christian Longo was born on January 23rd, 1974 to his mother, Joy, somewhere in the state of Iowa. Not really sure where. Um, According to family members, he was the elder of two sons born to Joy and an abusive husband who's not named. Um, The dude who, the unnamed father, apparently uh, tried to cause Joy to have miscarriages. Damn. um, By By like... Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Oh, I was going to say he would beat her across the belly with like a bike chain. Oh, my God. Yeah. Kind of a dick. Um, and I didn't expect you to say bike. bike I mean, I didn't know what bike, you were yeah, going to say, but say bike, bike chain? chain. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, and that's. What the fuck? What? what why that? I guess you thought this would work. I don't know. So um, when Christian and his brother were really small, Joy left and divorced that, that piece of shit guy and moved to Michigan. So she's out. That dude's out of their life forever. And where were they at? Uh, they were in Iowa. Okay. So they went to Michigan. They went to um, Michigan. Just she did. She and the boys because she divorced and the, boys. the dude. Got it. Uh, it was said that he beat them as well or he abused I mean, them in probably. some way. Yeah. So, I mean, obviously. I mean, if he's a big enough piece of shit to hit his pregnant wife, why would he care about his kids? Yeah. If he's like, oh, I, yeah, I, I was trying to cause a yeah, miscarriage. I was you trying to beat it. you up like way, way before you were out here. Exactly. So when they moved to Michigan, Joy meets a man named Joseph Longo, who eventually, of course, adopts the boys. Um, I don't know what the original last name was, so just so you know. Okay. Um, so she meets Joseph. They eventually marry. He adopts both boys, and they are now being raised in a strict Jehovah's Witness household. Oh, they're Jabobas. Yeah. <laughs> yes. 
As a young child, Christian was happy and the family was actively involved in church with Christian going door to door to minister from a very young age. He was very into it. By his teen years, Christian was described as having boyish good looks, was well-spoken, and had a great demeanor. Despite all of this, he didn't really date uh, girls, or we didn't really have dates in general. Didn't really seem to succeed in that um, what a arena. Waste. What a waste of those boyish good looks. Yeah, but then he met a girl named Mary Jane Baker, and that's where things change. Um, Christian was 17 when he met Mary Jane. Mary Jane, yeah. So I may, I may say, (laughs) I may say Mary Jean because I have a friend named that. Shout out MJ. Shout out Mary Jean. What's Um, up? So I'm gonna try to say the right name. Maybe I can just Mary Jane. Rick James, baby. Yeah, I know, but you know, anyway, Uh, Mary Jane. So he meets her in a parking lot at a church event. She's there with her mother. He's there. They meet. Sparks fly. Word. Um, Christian has graduated high school. He's in the process of moving out of his parents' house. He's now gotten a job at a local camera shop. Mary Jane was a secretary. She was not as devout of a follower as he was, um, but she still was involved with the church activities. So, you know, she was like, I'm kind of down, but not like... I'm like one foot out. Yeah. Mary Mary Jane was also eight years older than Christian. Okay. So he's, um, well, he's like Like 17, 18. Yeah, so... Mid, late. Yep. So the pair hits it off. They start dating, eventually get engaged. Christian proposes with a three and a half carat diamond. What's that? Like what racks? What kind of racks are that? I mean, that's... Like a normal is like, oh, it's like a half carat. Or yeah, a, I mean, uh... A I whole carat's like pretty fat, right? Yeah. I, I mean, I don't know shit about jewelry. I didn't look it up to get like a price range. Oh, okay. Well, that was a Google. That um, was a Google. It's the first thing that comes up for three and a half carat is like thirty eight hundred. Oh, okay. I, don't know if that's I was true. thinking way more, but whatever. I don't doesn't know. Matter. That may be just a quick. He spent like some money search. on it. Yeah, he spent a lot of money on okay. it. Well, he spent he he um, purchased it through a payment plan. Oh, pulled the Eric Foreman making the old payments. Yeah, but quickly, just as Eric did, he realized that was the wrong decision <laughs> when he didn't have enough money to cover both rent and the ring. Payment. Gotta get that Candyland stash. To gauge the three and a half carat, Monica's ring. What was that? A uh, carat and a half. Because oh. I think she says. But this or is no, back, maybe it's a carat. Because Rachel says, uh, "It's a carat easy." Um, yeah. <laughs> what what period are we talking? What year this is, is he like? A, what year did he graduate? This is like nineteen. Um, this is like nineteen ninety one. Oh, okay. So, um, so anyway. 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 He Pretty doesn't have rent. enough money to cover both rent and the ring payment. So he's like, hmm, what do I do? So he decides, I'm just going to take the money from the camera store and pay the ring payment and then pay rent out of my money and nobody will oh, notice. Oh, beautiful. Beautiful. Yeah. Christian closes the store that evening, taking $108 from the register before heading out. The next day, he's questioned by the manager, but he doesn't really have any answers for them. He's like, I don't really know what happened. Just keeps hitting him with I don't knows. Mm-hmm. But Christian's conscience got the better of him, and he left a check for the money on the counter the following day, along with a note of resignation. <laughs> Christian, Here's your money. I'm out. Yeah. Christian chose to pay the ring payment that month instead of rent. Oh, yikes. Making the wrong decision. Super bad decision. Yeah. Well, it sounds about like an 18-year-old. Oh, yeah, definitely. As someone who uh, deals with rent for a living. From 18-year-olds. Don't ever <laughs> not pay rent, okay? 
that's the that's the first thing yeah, you pay that ring can suck it exactly we need a roof exactly um his roommates informed the church elders of the issue with the camera shop the thefts that he committed and christian was punished by having his church related responsibilities taken away so the jehovah's witnesses <laughs> believe that being a punishment stripping you of the, the candle duty. lighting <laughs> yeah, and you're like, sweeping <laughs> this shit over here up. yeah you don't have to do your chores <laughs> <laughs> uh the church also told him that he couldn't marry mary jane within the walls of the church they said that with a minister would still marry them but they, they couldn't get right married outside. in the church yeah, yeah. just outside the door yeah he asked if he could repent he said that he felt that he had learned his lesson um they said no but mary jane still stood by him and isn't they, that like one of the rules though you're allowed to repent but they i get guess to in jehovah's witnesses maybe not can I catholic repent? catholics yeah. can repent i don't think so i don't think so um uh, so christian said he quote i was determined that i would never do anything along those lines again anything that was not only illegal but immoral or unsavory Sure. Yep. Yeah, sure. So the couple gets married on March 13th, 1993 in the Heron School Auditorium with a minister performing the service. In an auditorium. Yes, a school auditorium. It's an assembly. Yes. At the time, Christian um, was working, but he quickly quit his job to become self-employed. He started a construction cleaning business. <laughs> Got to get those chores back. <laughs> Whatever that is. And uh, he presented himself as charming and business-minded. Um, he did pretty well. It profited um, almost immediately. Really? Yep. Mary Jane was quiet. She was easygoing. In my 1997, she was a mother. She gave birth to Zachary in February of that year. And then they went on to buy a house that same year, a brick ranch style home. Right on. So um, self-employed, doing pretty well with a baby and now a house. At first, again, Christian's business was very successful, but then quickly it failed. And when it failed, it failed hard. Hard. Uh, by then, Christian already had an an addict, an addict. Oh, my God. <laughs> Can't say that word an addiction for um buying things just just, just stuff he just oh, like stuff like cars clothes yeah money on just trips stuff yeah just did not understand when to stop spending mm -hmm. money um the credit cards were pretty much maxed out before zachary was born because he thought that like oh this will be easy to pay off because i'm Once doing I well have well, this he would be was easy to pay off once the I business have a, was doing well. A baby yeah. to take care of. <laughs> yeah. This is going to be. Well, no, he thought that he. So he maxed out his credit cards to get everything going, and then the, it started doing well. So he still had the maxed out credit cards, yeah. but then Zachary was born. But then, right after Zachary was born, the business kind of started to plummet, tanked. and then it tanked hard. Yeah. So he still had all this credit card debt, which was pretty much maxed out, and then they had a baby, Dusty. and then they had bought a house. Oh, what a hole to be in. And then in 1998, so the very next year, she gives birth to a second child, yeah, Sadie. Yeah. Sadie? Sadie. What a precious name. Yeah, definitely. Um, So the couple has obviously a lot of strain on them already because again let me run it down credit card debt failed business two babies now a house oh player by, you have fucked up yep and by 1999 third child holy shit madison how hold on so you're fucked you have a baby like and you're you're actively fucked you're fucked you then think you have you're another good, one then you're fucked again then you have a baby how are you getting 
Like, how are you able to even afford to exist to make a third child? Like, I feel like the second one would have put you so fucking far in debt. Like, how are you? Even, how do you even have time to bust a third one? <laughs> I don't know. How do you have the money to? I bust don't know a third how one? you have the sexual drive when you're under such financial so strain. I would be in the hospital having so a stress. heart attack. Yeah. Yeah. yeah exactly. Yeah. Except I know that Mary doesn't. Mary Jane doesn't know anything. She doesn't know anything. Yeah, but he does. He does, yeah. And clearly does not care. Pull out, my dude. Yeah, seriously. It's very easy. It's so easy. Uh, They didn't let anyone know about the financial strain, something that Christian actively tried to keep under wraps. He, um, to keep up appearance, he said that the business was super successful and continuing to grow. He eventually convinced his own fucking father to invest Tens of thousands of dollars Ooh. in the venture. Ooh, I bet he pissed that shit away on. <laughs> Absolutely. Just, yeah, just yeah. any and everything. Is uh, he like a boozer or anything? No. Or is, so no. it's just like he just likes just gear, stuff. chains, whips. Um. Suddenly after that, Christian had a new boat and jet skis. Oh, Mr. Beaumont. Mr. He is fucking... <laughs> cake down here harms and your he told friends he had won them in a contest yep he then bought two cars and he continued to ignore the bills that were piling up even though he had used his house as collateral for the business loan um, for the construction cleaning company and the family had no health insurance so the three pregnancies oh uh, were paying for all of that out yeah, of pocket. Yeah, were absolutely, Damn. you know, uh, piling up. They were cl- clearly living beyond their means, but not trying to do anything to put themselves in the, a better the situation. Poor, uh, poor Mary, Mary Jean. Mary Jane. Mary Jane. Yeah, see? I fucked up. <laughs> yeah. Mary Jane, uh, like just being completely, completely in the oblivious. Dark. Yeah, yeah, just have no idea. One morning, Christian wakes up to the sound of a tow truck outside the house. Um, they were repossessing one of the cars, Uh-oh. the Ford Taurus uh, that he had bought. And he was like, oh, well, whatever. I got another one. <laughs> but eventually, the other car breaks down. So Christian comes up with a creative solution. He makes a fake driver's license, presents it to a car dealership to take a car for a test drive. Oh, no. And then you just dip? Yep. The, by the way, he took a Pontiac Montana. I don't know what that is. My parents, it's the van my parents had. Oh, yeah. When I was it's in a high van. school. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. I was like, wait, I think I've seen yeah, that yeah, on a car. Yeah. But that, that like goldish car they had yeah. when I was in high school. Montana. Yep. Um, Out and of all the things, you were going to steal anything <laughs> on the lot. And you're like, let me get well, that. he's po- got three kids. That, pff, God damn, Holly, you're making such a good point. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, it's fine. Um, so he steals the car and never comes back. Perfect. Uh, How long did that last before well, they were like, can you... Can you bring that van back? Well, he had a, he, um, he had made a fake driver's license. Oh, they can't in, t- get then, in touch with him. And then he, um, on his way home, he stopped and replaced the license plate from another vehicle. So even once they found the license plate, it was like it, yeah. he had switched it. So when Mary Jane asked him, hey, we haven't received any bills for the car yet. Um, Mary Jane. See, I told you it would happen. <laughs> when Mary Jane asked him uh, if he had re- why they hadn't received any bills for the car yet, Christian came up with another creative solution. What? He created fake bills and mailed them to their Dude, house. Dude, all like all this work you're putting in to to not have to like work for anything. That's why a would lot you just? Wouldn't it be so much easier to just go to work? Yeah. Yeah, you would think. My God, you're working 90 hours a week trying to put up this fucking front. <laughs> yeah, it's so weird. 
By the way, Christian is also cheating on Mary Jane at this point, sort of. He's at least having a... So he's got to be spending money on his side, Johnny? Well, well, he's at least having a... um, uh, like verb uh, texting like relationship it's like an emailed relationship I say they're not texting i'm in the sense of text oh i got you okay written i don't know how to they're emailing the kermit yeah 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 exactly they're emailing each they other get mail and stuff yeah they get mail and stuff uh yeah so he's cheating on her uh uh, again three children in three years is what she has given birth to poor woman financial issue issues not really a great relationship she's got a lot going on and he's financially strained is she a home just a homemaker i mean at this point uh, uh, yeah I, she couldn't really do anything else right yeah yeah i mean how how could you yeah, yeah. um in may 2000 mary jane uh discovers emails from a woman to and from christian so the theoretically at least having some form of an affair if you you know uh, um what's it called when you have the like um emotional affair no idea but we'll just say well, that. that's what i'm saying it's called an emotional affair oh okay yeah like that where you're having like you're not necessarily having actual sex but the like intent is there you just ah. haven't had the sex yet they're just uh typing naughty well, not even that. It's no? like you're you care or project feelings towards this person. You just haven't. Um, I mean, you could be naughty. Yeah. But it could also be something of like, um, you know, you just like when you get an email from them, like you light up because you like you care for them and you like them. It's like a pen like, pal that you might be able to fuck. Exactly. Exactly. At some point. Or it could be somebody who's like, send me that dick pic. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. It could oh be either God. one. How about? How about a picture of your tits? Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I'm just spitballing here. Yeah, yeah. And so either one is considered, I mean, when you're married, it's it's a, a relationship with yeah. someone outside of your marriage. So anyway. Got it. Consider cheating. <laughs> we're, but we're not sure in what form. So anyway, she discovers these emails. She calls her sister. She's like, hey, what the fuck do I do? And um, her sister's like, you need to talk to him. And so she goes and talks to Christian, and his response is, quote, you're no fun anymore. And I would have smacked the fuck out of him. And then... You're no fun anymore? You're no fun anymore, and, quote, I don't love you anymore. Oh. Yeah. All righty-o. Yes. Mary Jane... Use goods. Yes. Mm -hmm. She informed the church elders of the situation, and Christian was sanctioned. Again, this is like... Because he's already been stripped of his duties and he's not allowed to like participate in certain things. Uh huh. You can't sit like, with us. You, yeah, this is even more like they're basically like yeah, exactly. They're like he can't sit in certain areas and shit. <laughs> can't sit he. He has to take. He has to do like certain things. He has to like confront the um, the uh, congregation with his like sins and shit. Like you have to stand up and be like, this is what I've done really yeah did i ever tell you about the time that when i was um going to the church of christ and there was a guy there who was having an affair with another you woman had to get up and tell there. everyone about it yes fuck and that noise it was so, so coming from a like brother weird. background where it's like you shut your mouth yeah. and you never say it again no, no, no we look away from things like that <laughs> yeah, we don't exactly. uh we don't talk about them yeah we don't talk about that it was it was interesting no no, no stand up come up front we, let's all, we all we, 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 we want to hear, hear it, it. yeah we see it yeah so ultimately mary jane decided to stay with christian perfect yeah um so christian even though hold on 
He's like, well, I don't, I don't fuck with you anymore at yeah, all. Like, she decides to stay with him. But why would? It's not up to her though. Like, isn't he the one? Like, I don't like you. He she's did, like, he okay, I'll stay not, with you. He's not necessarily what? saying he. I mean, he never asked to leave. Okay, so he's just wanted to let her know. No, no, no. That she finds like out you. about the relationship and she confronts him about it. Uh-huh. And his response is, "I'm, I'm having this relationship because I don't, you're no funny more, and yeah, I don't love you." And she fun. says, "Okay," and he says, "Okay," and she says, "Well." I guess so, I'll stay. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, so nothing yeah. comes of that. No. It's just, let's just stay put and it be unhappy just forever. Stay put and be unhappy for the children. Perfect. Yeah, sound good? Yeah, exactly. Um, so they try to sell the house, which at this point is in desperate need of repair. And they give it to, what well, they give it, they sell it to a new couple who moves into the house. And um, then Christian, Mary Jane, and the children... Um, move into a home that is sold to them by Mary Jane's parents. So her mother like sells quote unquote a house to her where it's like, Oh, this is a family house. So we're like, we're going to sell it to you, You but you can't like, like, you can give you're paying me yeah, because there's no way you can get a loan right now. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, they move into this house and shortly after the new couple who has moved into the old house is overwhelmed with mailed complaints and court documents, including uh, several sheriff's deputies who show up to serve paperwork <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. to Christian. We just got here. Yes. They're like, whoa, he no longer lives here. Please take this shit. So Christian takes up in the new house. He takes up uh, the... <laughs> business of printing fake checks from companies that owed money to him uh to his business and then he cashes them at various banks so he's committing check fraud yeah um his main client was wexford builders they were his biggest target because they quote weren't paying him fast enough okay yeah so between mid-june and mid-july so not even 30 days he writes Six fraudulent checks totaling $30,000. Damn. Kind of pushing your luck. Yeah, those are kind of fat. Yeah. (laughs) On July 14th, Christian tries to cash a seventh check and the bank calls the cops. Christian leaves in a hurry without the cash but forgot his ID and is arrested later that afternoon for check fraud. He admits that he committed the crime, but said it was justifiable, at least the last six, or the first six were, uh, because he was owed money from the company who was too slow to pay him. No, 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 no. it's cool, it's cool. I'm, I'm tell- No, I'm telling you that it's cool. Yeah. They owe me money. Yeah, exactly. Um, Mary Jane is also brought to the police station in interview, but they determine she knows nothing about what's going on. She leaves that evening with Christian in a stolen red van. Uh, the Montana? Yep. Montana. <laughs> <laughs> Montana. Um, after that, Christian is, quote, disfellowshipped from the church. So that basically means he's shunned. Reshunned. Reshunned. Shunned. Unshunned. Unshunned. Um, <laughs> uh, Christian decides to default on all the lo- loans that he owes at this point. He hires workers and then doesn't pay them for their jobs. He decides to steal two construction trailers off of this uh, construction site. How? I have no idea. <laughs> I have no idea. He also takes a forklift. I got nothing. Damn. I don't know. How do you do that? The fastest of getaways in the forklift. <laughs> yeah, exactly. See you guys. Where are you going, dude? Just like walking beside him. Yeah. I'm fucking, um, I'm taking this. Exactly. Um, he uses them later for obviously profit, selling them for cheap. Um, eventually the guy who bought the forklift found out it was stolen and then sued Christian 
causing him to have to go to court. He pleads guilty and gets three years probation. And since he had been exaggerating his income about the business, he was ordered to pay a very large restitution. Oh, they're like, oh, you, you're a little racked. So, uh, give us that money. And he's yeah. like, oh, no, 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 no. You don't understand. I have no money. Yep. Exactly. Uh, Exactly. So by this point, um, the in-laws who, of course, technically own the house that they're living in, fucking hate Christian. And he's now not paying them. Again. Perfect. First thing you should pay is rent slash mortgage. Definitely if you're paying it to an in-law. Yeah, your in-laws. Yeah, exactly. Because they're going to take care of their daughter. Yeah, and their grandkids. Not so much you. Yeah, you exactly. Got, like, and I'm sure they're pe- they only made them pay like a pretty small. Oh, I'm amount. sure it wasn't. So like, yeah, it didn't seem like it was a house that you're they probably paid crushing for. it with yeah. like a four hundred dollar mortgage. Exactly. Um. So they decide to quote foreclose on him, <laughs> and by August he has an all new set of problems to deal with. With that. Oh my God, dude. His uh, decision. Hey, I'm going to forge my driver's license because it's been taken away from him by now. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, he forges his driver's license. He takes an $8,000 uh, lock out on the house before. Oh, my um, God. On their house? On their house before because the bank not, finds out. It's not like they gave them papers and exactly. like, here, you can pay us for it. Like, he it was doesn't a, it. Own was it was probably a verbal agreement. Yeah. That's fucking yeah, crazy. Exactly. And he takes the $8,000 and he buys a warehouse in Toledo, Ohio. And he uproots the family there. In Michigan, Christian left behind two warrants for his arrest, six lawsuits, and $60,000 in debt. I thought that was pretty conservative. <sighs> 60000 mm. He's paid some debt then. I guess, yeah. I guess yeah. you're right. Yeah. Uh, with him, he took, besides his family, one of the construction trailers. <laughs> Again. <laughs> Hold on. Question so they mark got face. Back- so I'm assuming the guy that owned the forklift owned the trailers. You would think. So he's like. Well, no, the guy that sued him was the guy that bought the forklift. Oh, so he okay. bought the stolen forklift. All right. Yeah, yeah. I guess he didn't go back to the I'm guy. I'm going to need the like, forklift and I'm going to need at least one of them trailers back. Yeah. So he takes the one trailer somehow. He has another forklift at this point <laughs> somehow. He has a boat, a trailer, and then the stolen Montana. Uh, he also violates his probation the second he leaves the state because, of course, he's yeah. on probation for three years. On the way to Ohio, Christian takes a small detour to run a little errand, um, committing a little identity theft and grand larceny. He opens a credit card in his father's name, so Joe's name, and Joe is a really, got really good credit, and he makes good money. So... They were like Christian was able to eventually rack up a hundred thousand dollars worth of debt in his father's name. Oh my god! All new debt. All new debt. So this is a on top of the debt grand. he just like dipped on. Yes. He has an extreme problem with his head. Oh, absolutely. I don't. I yeah. Like it's like he doesn't feel anxiety. No. Okay. I don't know how you live with oh yourself. Oh my god. How- <laughs> 
<laughs> How dare you? Um, uh, yeah, I don't understand. I don't understand. I would, I would just never ever sleep and be manic. I, I, maybe he is. I don't know. Um, but he said he did this for Mary Jane. He said that, uh, well, that's what he told her. She needed a hundred grand. Well, he said that, um, he said that he wanted to give her one last present before he quote, straightened out their finances. Um, he said he was now going to be truthful and stay out of trouble and get them in line, but he wanted to give her one last present, which was corrective eye surgery. And he also wanted to give himself one last present, which was scuba diving lessons. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so that's, things. that's what that hundred thousand yeah. dollars. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. How the fuck are you going scuba diving and your life? is in so shambles shambling. dude oh my yeah. god christian you know what he should have spent the hundred thousand dollars on was renovating the warehouse which he was planning to do into a loft style living space um because that was far from what they moved into the family had to live without any type of kitchen and there was barely any plumbing uh, it definitely wasn't a comfortable situation so they blew a hundred thousand dollars on quote-unquote gifts when they could have blown $100,000 on a on toilet room. and a stove. Exactly. To support the $1,600 a month mortgage for the warehouse, um, Christian used it to sell his goodies. And so the trailer, forklift, all that <laughs> shit. Um, and he also used a computer to forge more checks during this time. He eventually agreed to a five hundred, uh, excuse me, a five thousand dollar deal for a new forklift, which is valued about six times that. And the guy was like, "That's suspicious." Yeah, little suspect. Yeah, so he called the authorities and was like, uh, "Let me tell you about this." During this time, Mary Jane's sister was trying as hard as possible to get her to move back to Michigan with the kids. Um, the, the Her father even converted the lower level of his house into a small apartment just in case they needed to have and a what's, place. what's stopping her? I don't know. She loved Christian. I guess, I don't know. We really don't know what's stopping her because she never voiced why awesome. she stayed. But the assumption is the children... Uh, she wanted to make sure that they grew up with a mother and a father. They're also religious people, so possibly that too. That's true. I I'm not about sure that. what the Jehovah's Witness. Uh, but she was only like a half C. Yeah, but I'm sure by the time she has children and her children are growing up in the faith, she probably is more devoted by this point. Again, perhaps that's speculation. I'm not sure what the Je Jehovah's Witness stance is on divorce, but I assume if they think that punishment is taking away your chores, they don't really like divorce. <laughs> <laughs> just a thought um but either way uh she's trying to convince her to come home she just won't do it she says um you know i want to stay i'm going to stay with him her father says well i have a place ready for whenever you want to come home the authorities because of course home do with the forklift the suspicious forklift purchase uh, caused the cops and the authorities arrive at the warehouse around uh, August 30th. They find the stolen goods and the, some household items that clearly belong to the family, including photo al albums, clothes and toys. Um, Mary Jane's wedding dress was there. So like they, it looked like they seemed to be on their way back. Yeah. Um, but no family was there. A couple of days later, Mary Jane's sister had decided to visit the family because she was like, all right, well, if you're not going to come home, I'm going to come down there. 
When she shows up in Ohio at the warehouse, it's completely empty. What? Yes, like white. Um, there's no forwarding address given to any of the utility companies or the um, He's out. out. I'm out. So she files a missing persons report for the entire family. Because she's like, well, they're out with nothing. Nothing. Yeah. Uh, is so just to let you know what happened as soon as the forklift guy left Christian obviously nervous about the cops showing up made the decision to move the family out west immediately haul ass everyone yeah <laughs> haul ass Bob they stopped in South Dakota where he rented a large storage locker in a rental truck which was half loaded with their items paying a month in advance at least that's what he told Mary Jane probably stole probably that just took it. yeah um who essentially who is essentially on the run from the law with him without any idea yeah oh. yeah from Ugh. two different states now yeah yeah well i guess he hasn't really well no he did sell something illegally in ohio yeah on the run from two different states by september the family's in oregon they're living in a stolen van <laughs> Down by the river. Yes, while Christian looks for a job, eventually getting one at the Starbucks in Newport working part-time. He's Ob- working at the Bucks? Yes. Hold on. But why? He's never it's taken a job. It's the only job he could get. But why would he even try to take a job? He, what he happened to the money. Like, yeah, but this has never stopped him before. It's always like, do this thing, steal that thing, make fuck this, well, like, I don't this know. fake check, that Ma- fake check. Maybe it's because he told her that he was going to try to straighten up and then he didn't. And then he's like, well, now she's on the run with me, so I kind of have to try to straighten up a little bit. Like, I have to get some form of a legit job for her. And Starbucks is the only job he can get. The only job he can get. And this is obviously a bit humiliating for him because for some reason he feels above this. Uh, and so he tells his boss and the uh, his coworkers that... He actually lives um, off of a lucrative internet business, but took the job part-time solely because he loves Starbucks coffee. (laughs) Yes, uh, I just took the job for part-time, but if you have more hours, I would absolutely be here. Yeah. I mean, it's lucrative. I don't have to be there. I mean, I don't have to be. I just, I really like it here. Yeah. Excuse me. Um, At this point, Christian's family has also gotten pretty worried because they haven't heard from him either. So they file a missing persons report as well. His mother said um, at some point she asked the cops if they needed, if someone had to die before they did something because the cops really weren't doing anything. And they're like, well, it seemed like they just up and left. Yeah. You know, like, what can we do? But there's one out for each of them now? Yeah. Yeah. And both families have filed a missing person. Uh So Um, back in Oregon, Christian has charmed his way into a rental home at the Ocean Ocean Odyssey Vacation Rentals. Um, he pawns Mary Jane's three and a half carat wedding ring for some cash. And I'm then surprised he, that took that long to do. Yeah, I'm surprised. I guess because he didn't like that was like the last thing yeah. he wanted to take. Yeah. Uh, well, I guess he never wanted her to know. Yeah, and, that's true. Yeah. Um, I wonder if he just like, I wonder if he just straight up took it or like, oh my God, what happened to what it? What happened to it? Yeah, I don't know. There's no details about that. Um, but he gets the cash and then he pays 300 a week for the rental. I don't know why you would get such a, well, I do know why, cause you're an idiot and get such an expensive place. <laughs> so after that, he sends a postcard back home to his parents saying that the family is happy and healthy to kind of, you know, be like, stop with the missing persons thing. Quit with that. Yeah. 
a couple weeks later, the family obviously runs out of money and they're out of the vacation rental when he falls behind on the payments. Before heading out, Christian steals a few things from the rental home, which he pawns for money <laughs> to rent a room at the Motor Inn, which is a $22 a night place. Steals a few things before he heads out. Yep. What's this? Thread. Thread. Score. <laughs> <laughs> but the song. <laughs> um, but that didn't really work for them either. Life in the, the inn. Uh, Christian's paycheck was gone the day after he got it. So it was like one of those things that it was like as soon as he got it, it was it was spent what would he do with it i mean trying to buy money for or trying to buy money that's that's the word (laughs) everyone's always trying to buy some money trying to buy food for his kids and shit oh he was i mean at this point they're not they're probably starving they're living in an inn i know but like still he's also he's paying 22 dollars a night at a place paying a nightly rate yeah so you're paying more it's dumb anyway um so his paychecks are going as soon as he gets them. Basically, the part-time job is not enough to support them. He eventually talks to the manager of a Bayfront condo complex to allow him to move into a $1,500 a month condo by saying he works at a telephone company and he's just waiting on his paycheck to come through. This fucking guy. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. Yeah. This would only work for a short period of time as rent went unpaid and now Christian was struggling to provide groceries for the family as well. Um, soon he starts stealing gas by just driving away without paying, getting away with it as much as he can. Um, Christian knows it won't be long before they have to leave the condo and decides to come clean to Mary Jane about all the lies and all the crime. Damn, these poor kids too. Can you imagine growing yeah. up like that? Seriously, I'm now sure. Now we're here. Now we're there. I don't know where the food is. <laughs> we, 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 I, don't, I don't know. Yeah, all right, like, we're going to go here now. There's no way that they aren't it's not we have to fuck them up yeah i would have to and also like your dad can't be that attentive no hell yeah. no will you get me another beer you're right thanks um so yeah so he's uh he's just like struggling to do what he can basically and he decides to come clean to mary jane um saying i told you i wasn't going to get you into this thank you and i did again so sorry about that um, he decides to spend some time printing off a couple of obituaries of young men in the area, which he then goes and researches and finds their social security number, obviously to steal their identities and run up more debt later. <laughs> so clearly not stopping. Yeah. Yeah. Always, always got a plan. Yep. At the end of November, Christian copied a credit card number from a customer at Starbucks and purchased a plane ticket for December, um, to Texas. Just for him. Yes, one seat. The family went to a couple car dealerships to look for a new vehicle that night before heading home. Uh, They were just like looking around. I guess he kept talking about how they needed a new car. So they went and looked. On December 15th, Christian asked a co-worker to babysit for him so he and Mary Jane could take a, uh, they could go on a date, uh, dinner and a movie. And they returned to the house around 1030. Around 2 a.m. that morning, a neighbor was awoken by the sound of what they described as a dragging noise that went on for about 15 minutes. They were unsure if it was the downstairs neighbor or the one next door, so they didn't get up to investigate instead instead opting to complain to the management the next morning. The manager confirmed no one's staying on either side of you, so it had to be the um, Christian in Mary Jane's place. Yeah. That morning, uh, so 
that happens. So you said they heard dragging for fifteen, 15 minutes. minutes. It was like somebody was like shuffling, <sighs> shuffling something around for fifteen. That's a minutes. long time. Yeah, definitely. So that happens at like two a.m. The guy decides, or the the neighbor decides to go back to sleep. Around four a.m. that morning, a construction worker stops on a bridge at the nearby uh, a nearby river. Um, he's stops on a bridge because there's a red minivan that's parked in the middle of the road. The worker gets out, asks the man who's in the van if he needs help. And the guy says, no, I just pulled over. The check engine light came on. I think I'm good to limp it home. So I'm just going to go on. So then like 9 a.m. That's when the neighbor goes to the manager and complains about the noise. And the manager confirms and says, oh, had it been Christian in Mary Jane's place. Yeah. So just to give you a little timeline there. So later that day, the neighbor stops by the Longo home to talk about the noise from the night before, but no one's there. And so he's like, all right, well, what are you going to do? Christian, he didn't work that day. He spent the evening um, with the condo manager who, of course, was like, hey, they were complaining about some noise. And he's like, oh, well, let me tell you, I'm having marital problems. Me and Mary Jane are fighting a lot. We've just been dragging each other around a lot lately. (laughs) He said, I took her and the children to the airport this morning to fly home to Michigan. They left. So um, that's like, you know, what they heard. I think he did say like it was like luggage. Like you heard me dragging luggage. Oh, yes. Yeah. Employees of the $22 a night motel made a weird discovery that evening in the dumpster. Um, baby books and clothing, woman's clothing, family pictures, and Mary Jane's ID. Oh. The manager from the inn then contacted Christian, who's, of course, at the condo, and says, hey, all this shit was in the dumpster. And Christian's like, oh, the children must have left some stuff there when we moved. And the manager's like, okay, you want to come pick it up? And he's like, yeah, yeah, I'll come by. He never does that. (laughs) Okay. So, again... Uh, okay i can understand a few toys maybe some clothes but like her id family pictures interesting um so that night christian attends a christian uh, a christian party <laughs> that night christian attends a christmas party for the starbucks employees showing up in a new green dodge durango right on it was one of the ones that the family had looked at a couple nights before when they were on their way home when they stopped at the lot he told the co-workers that Mary Jane and the children were in Michigan, which is why they weren't at the party. And he said, yeah, I got the new car. You like this Durango? I just test drove slash stole it. <laughs> yeah. At the dealership in town, they found that a Dodge Durango had been stolen off the lot. <laughs> and left in its place was a red Montana, uh, a red Pontiac Montana with... Um, Toys, sleeping bags, cell phones, and diving gear inside. Oh, he left the van in the place of the Durango, hoping yeah. they wouldn't notice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, yeah. no, no, man. That's a Durango. It's the same thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so in addition to all the stuff I just listed, there was also a bunch of pillows, some without a cases, and a book named, quote, Running from the Law. <laughs> okay. It's probably like, a, um, uh, what is it? The um, uh, Whatever for dummies. What you mean? Running from the law for dummies. Oh, yeah, the yeah. big yellow book. Yeah, the big yellow book. So during the Christmas party, there was a gift exchange, and Christian's gift was a used bottle of woman's perfume. Whose gift? Christian. That's the gift he gave. That's the gift. They do like a secret Santa? Uh, Yeah. So well, this girl that he works with got a half a bottle of perfume? It's used. Like, 
Thanks. Pretty sure he forgot about it and went in his closet and, and pulled out this little number. <laughs> yep. Um. Yeah. Yeah. So that was his gift. Perfect. And the next day on December 19th, Christian woke up. He worked from 5 a.m. to 5, uh, 5 a.m. to 2 p.m. Um, but that day he told everyone a different story from what he had said at the Christmas party. So at the Christmas party, he said that they were all in Michigan. But the next day, December 19th, he said, Mary Jane wasn't around because she's been cheating on me and left me for someone else. And during the conversation, Christian mentions that he didn't think that Madison was his child anyway. He thought that she had been cheating on him for Which a while. Which one's Madison? The youngest one. The youngest. Yeah. Um, Christian told his coworkers that he had put the van, the minivan in storage in Portland and that he um, had, was hoping to have a CD player installed in the Durango ASAP. The coworker who also babysat his children said, hey, my husband could install it for you. And she made arrangements with Christian to have her husband buy and install the CD player the next weekend. So more than likely getting that CD player for free. <laughs> yeah. That evening, Christian rented a movie from the local video store, telling the clerk he was going to have dinner at home and watch a movie since the family was out of town. Like, thanks, guy. <laughs> thanks um, for all that information. You know what's funny about that? I don't give a fuck. <laughs> yeah. Enjoy your movie. Yeah. That same day, a man reported to authorities that he had found a body of a young boy floating face down in the water near his home. The boy was four years old, wearing only a pair of underwear, and had a pillowcase tied around his ankle. Oh, sweet Jesus. On December 20th, the next day, Christian again worked 5 a.m. to 2 p.m., heading out to play volleyball with a co-worker after work. After that, he left town, heading to San Francisco. Francisco. Cisco. Once in SF, he applied at a Starbucks there. <laughs> I mean, he already knows the system. Exactly. Providing the Newport location is his reference. That manager then called the Newport store to get the background. And SF, um, the SF store then told Christian, hey, we'll get back with you. No, no, no. You, you don't see it. This is just a part-time gig because I've got, I'm working at another Starbucks part-time as well. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I got a multi- Super lucrative. Mm -hmm. um, on Saturday, another body is found in the river. This time, a three-year-old girl. And Yikes. she's found 150 yards away from where the boy had been found. She's because they're looking. They're now. looking now. She's found by divers nine feet under the water. And her she's found with her ankle tied to a pillow full of rocks. Oh, no. A what? pillowcase full of what rocks. What a way yeah. to go. Pictures of both children obviously retouched to make them look less, you know, terrible from having died, you know. Just Drown. Trying to make them... So you can recognize them. Um, they're retouched. They're posted and published by news outlets. And immediately, the coworker who has babysat Christian's children. Oh, shit. She contacts the authorities. Horrified. She's, yep. She's brought in. She's taken to the morgue. And she ultimately positively IDs them as Zachary and Sadie, the two Ugh. older ones. Oh. She also informs the authorities that Christian was recently in San Francisco because, of course, she works at Starbucks. So yeah. she knows that he applied and they called. So she said, hey, he's in San Francisco. And the Oregon authorities call the SF police and explain the situation. Um, they are like, hey, this is kind of what's going on. We think he's there. And if you could 
maybe go to that Starbucks or get him to that Starbucks somehow and yeah. capture him. That would be great. Or just go there while he's working. Yeah. Hi. Well, they haven't hired him yet. Oh, shit. That's yeah. right. So on December 22nd, Mary Jane's parents are informed that Zachary and Sadie have been found floating um obviously dead in the bay by christmas authorities have the autopsies autopsies completed for the children uh they don't release the results to the public only saying that they quote did not die from trauma okay they didn't release it because it was christmas day because the report is basically saying that the death is consistent with drowning basically stating that the kids were weighed while they were they were weighed down and thrown in the river while alive okay and were we questioning that? No. Well, people thought that they were maybe killed and thrown in the river. Oh, I see. I see. A more um, merciful merciful death? Maybe, depending on how they died before they got yeah, chucked but, in there. Well, but I understand. But it's like bullet in the by, head and thrown in the water. Exactly. Not here, pillowcase full of rocks. You're three. Enjoy drowning. Exactly. Drowning. And it, and it's also, it's such a heartless way for... Oh, fuck yeah. Like, you're... You're horrified. Yeah. I mean, and it's also... What a cowardly move. Like, you're going to kill your kids, and that's how you decide to kill them? For sure. You, you're not even going to, you know... You're not I even going to look at their sweet little faces while you are a horrible, I mean, I horrible person? I don't know how you would... The best way... Like, with, like... Like, kill them while they're sleeping with, like, some exhaust from the car Well, that's or what I'm saying. Like, I guess no, in no way killing your child is can be a heart-filled act. No, no. But, like... It's like, yeah, it's like you, none of them are a great way, but that, that way it's, it's just so cowardly. It's like, oh, you yeah. don't have to watch them suffer. And that pisses me off. Oh, um, garbage. Yes. Garbage, dude. Yep. Hold on. But that's only two kids. That's two of them. Yes. So they've only and found this, two. That's the older two. The older two. So they've only found the older two. Uh, so they didn't want to release the results because it was Christmas day and they thought that that would bum people the fuck out. Obviously. Oh, so you're not going to tell people what's really going on in the world so Santa can have his well, day? No, they were just saying they were just saying there's no reason to release anything other than... To blast it than, on like, the front page? Yeah, yeah, no, exactly. I get that. So authorities are still working out leads. They go and visit the family's condo, but they find it's completely empty. So clearly Christian left to go to San Francisco knowing he wasn't coming back. Yeah. Two days later, Mary Jane and Madison, the two-year-old, the youngest, uh, they're found in the bay. So they're found. So the two older kids are found in the river. Madison and um, Mary Jane are found in the bay, which is what the condo faces. Oh, shit. Okay. So their bodies are found stuffed inside two dark green suitcases, um, yards from the condo complex. Not dis dismembered though no just not dismembered just shoved into massive suitcases one i mean mary jane wasn't a very big still woman you're but not big yeah that would have to be a fucking huge uh, it was it was a bigger suitcase we'll get to it so um the harbor master had noticed that a broken pipe under the ramp had uh was causing like a an issue with the water um like flowing properly uh-huh. so when he went to investigate um they that's when they found the the two suitcases they pulled them up and then found the bodies inside mary jane who is 34 years old um she had signs of blunt force trauma and strangulation oh you bitch her body had been forced into a fetal position to fit inside the suitcase uh madison had been strangled and was only wearing a diaper god what a piece of garbage yes after that authorities put out a warrant for christian's arrest charging him with seven counts so 
the I don't know if it's just the law in that area. I didn't really look further into seven it. Seven counts yeah, get, of what? Seven counts of murder. For four people? Hang on. I'm getting ready to explain. Okay. I don't know if it's just the law in general or the law in that county. I did not look it up. Meant to. Sorry. But um, the law, at least where he was, said if you murder a child under the age of 14, it counts as two charges. Oh, okay. Yeah. Whatever. So. He, he killed children. His children. <laughs> yeah, I guess it's just a way to keep you in jail longer. Does it really matter if we double up? You should just be well, in there for life or die. I agree. But, you know, some people try to fight it by dying and being resuscitated. So there you go. So the one kid is just old enough to only get one charge. 14. So they had a four, three, and a two-year-old. Oh shit! Never mind. You said t- uh, seven. So the mom got one, and then all the mom, kids were two. Three yeah, kids. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and then I got yeah. you. Um, so Christian's no longer in San Francisco, obviously. However, the Dodge Durango is found in the international airport in town, uh, leading authorities to believe that Christian had left the country. No shit. Inside the Dodge, they find the license plate that had been on the red minivan. A checkbook for Christian and Mary Jane, a marriage license, and a diploma. Not, not really sure why you'd hold on to that diploma. Like a high school diploma? <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure. It just said a diploma. And that's when Christian's put on the FBI's most wanted list. Damn. Yes. That same day, a Canadian woman who was in Cancun, Mexico, Cancun, Mexico on vacation met a man who went by the name of Brad. Um at a she meets him at a um like a bar area thing and he says her name is brad they spend some time together they go have um lunch and then later that evening he says his name's mike and she's like did you say brad earlier yeah but you can call me mike now i'm comfortable with my my closest friends call me mike call me mike so he says that he is he formerly worked for the new york times as a traveling journalist ah um Mike had arrived in Cancun. He rented a room, began spending the days and nights hanging with a group of young British travelers, smoking weed, and going on tours and treks of the area before finding and beginning a relationship relationship with a charming and attractive photographer from Germany, a woman named uh, Jana Frank. Um, okay, no, sorry, go ahead. I was going to say, before the middle of January, Mike was recognized and revealed by those pesky kids yep. for being who he actually is probably because he was smoking all their weed up it's yeah. like dude can who the fuck is this dude can we like just ditch him yeah he just keeps hanging out keeps with us smoking our weed that's him yeah i know that, that bug has been in here i tried to punch it in the face earlier but it didn't work <laughs> it's, it's so really tiny. little and why yeah. why is it here i don't know why are you here i will punch him though yeah i will day. find you i will find and you. i will punch you <laughs> Brian, Brian Mills. Um, so yeah, so he he finally gets revealed to be Christian, who we all know, obviously. Uh, he does what we think he's gonna do when he's recognized. He runs. No, he, no, 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 no. Yeah. I'm Mike. <laughs> I'm Mike. He leaves the hotel on January seventh, two thousand two, only to be captured on Jan. Uh, sorry. It'd be funny if he had the, you know, when Jim is Dave for Halloween. Yeah, Dave. It's Dave. funny if he just had the Mike name tag. Like, nah, dude. No, Mike. Like, obviously. It's Mike. No, nah, you got the wrong guy. Yeah, exactly. So he, um, he runs. He leaves the hotel on January seventh. He is captured on January thirteenth at a campground. When authorities move in and take him, it's like 50 of them that come and take him. Because, of course, I guess because he's the FBI most wanted. Yeah, and it's not that he's dangerous. It's just that he's 
what's the word for when you're like real too slippery? fucking charming uh, <laughs> oh fuck oh whatever i can't think of it go ahead uh, elusive elusive is that yeah, the word that's the word Eh, maybe yes um so yeah so they capture him about 80 miles south of cancun so he's definitely moving like trying to get far away from the u.s uh so he gets captured and the next day he's returned to the u.s uh, authorities at the airport in houston texas christian tells authorities that on the night of december 17th mary jane showed up at um, his work he said that she was crying worse than he'd ever seen her before. She seemed very morose. Um, they walked to the condo, and that's when he became more alarmed because when he walked in, he found Madison lying unconscious on the floor, excuse me, on the bed, and the older two children missing. Uh, yes. Christian said that Mary Jane accused him of doing this, saying that it was, quote, his fault, and then uttering something about, quote, killing, which immediately made Christian, quote, think that the children were dead. You know, I don't really believe you. Yeah. Not really. I don't really. No, I don't really think you're telling the truth. Um, So he says she's so she's uttering. He says that she's mumbling and uttering all the shit. And so he's like, oh, she killed the kids. So that's when he asks her directly, quote, where the children are. And her response is, quote, they're in the water. They're by the house. Uh, okay. Yeah. So Christian, Sounds legit, dude. Yeah. Christian said, quote, that's when he lost it. He said that he strangled Mary Jane with one hand first. Then he added the second hand to make sure a job was complete. I don't so know. he's telling them that he, yeah. how he Started killed her now? Hand. And then I added a second one. Yeah. Yeah. Sick. <laughs> yeah. Before dropping her body to the floor, he decided to de- de- decompose of her body instead of... Um, decompose of her body? I meant dispose. Thank you. He decided... <laughs> I said... As soon as I said it, I was like, that's the wrong word. That's not right. That's not the right word. He decided to dispose <clears throat> of her body instead of calling the police. So he grabbed the two suitcases. Ah, uh, yes. The... Five foot long suitcases. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, he also thinks Madison's dead, and, but he, when he picks her up, he realizes that she's still alive. He says, "Quote: Even though she was breathing, I already thought of her as dead. I couldn't put her in the suitcase breathing, so I strangled her." God. He said he was hysterical. Oh, we believe you. Yeah, we believe, oh, we you. believe you. Yeah. So what actually happened? Run it down. Was that Christian arrived home at 11 p.m. on December 16th, finding everyone asleep. He s- went and got some wine and cheese and went to the deck, trying to quote solve his financial problems. Trying to have a fancy, trying to fancy party himself. <laughs> yes, a plan. Yeah, yeah, before laying down in bed with Mary Jane, Madison was sleeping on the floor next to the bed on a comforter, and Zach and Sadie were sleeping in the living room on the couch. Christian said he didn't sleep. He just laid there and thought about their financial issues for hours. And at some point, he came up with a resolution. He turned. He strangled Mary Jane as she slept. And then he put her nude body in the fetal position into the suitcase with some rocks before dragging it out the door, down to the dock, outside, dumping it into the bay. He then went back, strangled Madison, put her body into the other suitcase with a dumbbell and did the exact same thing, throwing her body in the water with her mother. Christian tried to claim that he had been tricked into uh, being captured, but he 
kind of didn't work out for him he'd in court. He'd been tricked into getting captured? Yeah, he said that, that he had been tricked into getting captured in Mexico. That oh, they were okay. like, they, they tricked him somehow, but that didn't really work out with him in court. Because they said the courts were just like, hey, if you want to go back to Mexico, that's fine, but you're going to go back to a Mexican prison. Yeah. And so then Christian's like, I'll just stay in Oregon. No, I'll just stay here. So Christian now 28 pleads guilty to Mary Jane and Madison's murders without any deal, but he refuses to do plead guilty or not guilty in the cases against Sadie and Zachary. Cause he still maintains that, um, Mary Jane killed them. God, what a piece of shit. You yeah. murder your wife and all your kids. And then while she's dead, you're you blaming her. her children's murder on her. Mm-hmm. When she can't Europe have a sack. sack. Mm-hmm. So the prosecution presents evidence of Christian's money issues and criminal past, his infidelity, and the obvious planning of the murders because of the financial burden his family quote unquote caused him. They showed him they showed that Christian kept Mary Jane isolated from relatives and friends, even sent them postcards to put out false trails after the murder. The most damning proof was the fact that they had left behind wedding related items. You know, like something borrowed, <laughs> something borrowed, something blue. Yeah. No, they left behind items that like, like, I mean, in the trash that no one would. Yeah. Yeah. Like I got family you. related, wedding related. Like no woman is going to get rid of her wedding pictures. You know, that kind of thing. Um, kind of defeats the purpose. Yeah. It was like the tw- children's like super well-loved toys, like things that would. Oh, I thought I got them. Um, th- <laughs> things that you just like, you're, you're, you're like your grandparents would be like, oh, it's weird that they just like toss that. Like yeah. that kid hung on to it. You went everywhere with it. You took it everywhere you went. Um, <laughs> so they they were like, well, that was like, that's pretty damning, um, especially the fact that her ID was with them. But there was no direct evidence to tie Christian to the murders other than the construction worker who was able to positively ID him and place him on the bridge that morning is the man who had car trouble. Um, and the neighbor who testified to the dragging noise in the middle of the night. Um, Christian then put the final nail in his own coffin because when he was picked up in Houston, Texas by the authorities, he told one of the authorities, I quote, sent them to a better place once he was asked about the murders. So that was used against him in court because, of course, he said it to an officer. Damn, you're smart. Yeah. The defense said, uh, okay, hold on. Let's stop it here. The family was still alive on the 17th. There's tape of them at the condo, which proves that um, that they were alive, but unfortunately it's been destroyed, so we can't show you. What? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, well, then that's not a defense. That's a, that's a been, moot point. Why has it been destroyed? It was an accident. Accidents happen, Daniel. Oh, but he destroyed like a no, security the defense, tape? No, the defense is saying that there was a security tape, but they can't produce uh, it. Oh, okay. I see what you're saying. Yeah. Uh, I'm dumb. They said that the loud... No, you're not dumb. They said that the loud noises that the neighbors heard was simply a rambunctious family coming home from a Christmas party at 2 a.m. with very young children. You know, we were, we were all so excited. We just wanted to come home and drag, you know, <laughs> for uh, just for... I just remember when my brother used to drag we me around dra- the living just room. We dragged ourselves to sleep that <laughs> night. They also pointed out the um, separate method of the disposal of the body, saying, why would he do that? Why, why, why would he... To make it seem like, oh, that was her thing. This yeah. was my thing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So finally, the defense said that the statement, I 
uh, the statement, quote, I sent them to a better place was an obvious lie created by the authorities is no Jehovah's Witness would use that terminology. Simply because Jehovah's Witnesses believe in an earthly resurrection. So at some point in the future, they believe that you go to basically um, purgatory where you wait until at some point in the future when the um, dead are raised to join the living. And that's when it's like it was when Adam and Eve were occupying. So when you die, you just go to like a DMV, you just like, like wait. waiting yeah. area until you're 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 brought back. And then you you uh, rise from the dead with the living and you're in a um, like. Eden like paradise. Immediately get out of that religion if that's what's going down when you die. <laughs> Just in a waiting room. Because all, all the like bumfuck religions, like, you know, the small town ones around here, it's like, oh, you go there and like all your it's favorite like shit is there and everything's happy. Yeah. You get to watch your whole life on TV. <laughs> Jehovah's Witnesses drink Dr. Pepper. Like, well, you'll get there, but you got to wait for a really long time. Yeah. <laughs> After waiting for a really long time. Like, imagine dying at 92 as Jehovah's Witness, witness and then being in the waiting area yeah. for however you long. You just show up, there's a bunch of grumpy dead people. <laughs> yeah, everyone's just waiting. Oh, man, we're just waiting. You don't have your cell phone. Yeah, nothing. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, so they're saying that there's no way that he would use that. So there's no way he would say that phrase because he doesn't even believe like he believes in resurrection. <gasps> it's the waiting room in Beetlejuice. Yeah, yes. At yeah. the end when his head gets shrunk. Exactly. Exactly. That's what it looks like. That's exactly what it looks like. So Christian stood by his original story that Mary Jane killed Zach and Sadie and that Christian killed Mary Jane and Madison. On April 7th, 2003, a verdict is finally given after four hours of deliberation by the jury. They find him guilty of the two murders, um, Zachary and Sadie. So, th of course, he, he said he wasn't, he didn't enter a plea, so the courts entered a plea and not guilty, so he went to trial. In trial, they found him guilty of the death of the two kids, even though he stood by the, Good. I didn't do it, Mary Jane did it. Good. Fuck him. So, yep. So he's found guilty. Um, and the jury says, quote, his own testimony is what did him in. The jury recommends death as punishment. And they're able to decide uh, that sentencing in a couple weeks. Um, on April 16th, they decide after six hours to sentence him to death for all four murders. Oh, shit. Not planned. No. Oh, what state are we in right now? Oregon. All right. Um, currently, Christian is still awaiting his day of death, sitting on death row at Oregon State Penitentiary. You say today? Pen yes. Damn, because it takes like 20 years, well, right? Well, yeah. Oregon is a death penalty state. It does take a while for um, these things to happen, but they also have not put through any um, any death warrants since 2011. So it seems like they've kind of just they're kind of just in a holding pattern. They're not really. He's in the waiting room for death now. Yeah, pretty much. He's in the waiting room for death to be in the waiting room. To be room. in the waiting room. Yeah. You got to wait to wait, son. Yeah, you got to wait to wait to wait to wait to wait. Damn. Yeah. You're, you deserve that. <laughs> yeah. So uh, a little bit about the Michael uh, the the Michael fin Finkley guy that he pretended to be while he was in Mexico. Yeah. So that's a real dude. <laughs> and he really worked for the New York Times. He worked for the New York Times until 2002 when he was dismissed for using a composite of multi, uh, multiple people to create a character for a story he wrote about the African slave trade. And he basically um, passed it off as being an actual person. Why would you do that? Compelling. 
I guess so. It's I like, guess. I got nothing. Yeah. Just fucking make something up. When eventually, so he's eventually caught because he used a picture of a child that wasn't the kid that he was fake, faking all of these, the, the like fake character that he had. Yeah. So he gets caught because somebody sees the picture and they're like, that's not that guy. That's this guy. <laughs> um, and so the, it brings the attention of um, Save the Children, which is this massive like, um, movement who's actually trying to save people from the African slave trade. And so they they basically go to the New York Times and they're like, um, we're not trying to profit off of fake stories. We're trying to actually do something better here. And like your journalist is, is blowing it, blowing it. So he gets fired from the New York Times. Makes sense. Yeah. So um, right after he's let go from the Times, that's about the same time as Christian starts using his name, because, of course, Christian's seen it in the papers. And he says it to this like he says it to a bunch of people in Mexico, not thinking yeah. that it's ever going to mean anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, so during Christian's incarceration prior to going to trial for the um, for Zachary and Sadie's murders, Michael, of course, finds out that this guy used his name for an alias. So he goes and he calls him and eventually goes and speaks to Christian um, and gets the quote unquote real story, hoping to help him win a cr- an acquittal because he believes his story. An acquittal. Sounds like you're saying that word wrong. Yeah. An acquittal. I might be saying it wrong, no, but who cares? <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. It is It is a weird word. Uh, acquittal. Acquittal. No, you said it right. Acquittal? Acquittal. Sounds like you can't uh, say your alls. Sorry about that. I can't <laughs> say my alls. <laughs> Hitler. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, go see uh, uh, Jojo Rabbit. Um, yeah. But uh, so anyway, Michael goes and meets Christian to try to get the real story because he believes... I believe you. I believe you. He believes that Mary Jane killed Zachary and Sadie, at least at first. Yeah. And then he's like, oh, no, dude, you're definitely you're not. super guilty. After Christian is found and sentenced um, to death, he then makes a full confession to Michael in several interviews, basically saying, like, yeah, I definitely did it. In 2005, Michael released a memoir about his relationship with Christian, calling it uh, True Story, Murder, Memoir, and Me Culpa. Michael also wrote a story called The Stranger of the The Stranger in the Woods. Uh, this is just a little tidbit fact. Um, the Stranger in the Woods, which tells the story of Christopher Thomas Knight, who was a real life person. He was a hermit who lived alone without any human contact for twenty seven years. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Heard about that guy? Probably gonna read that book. Um, so just going back to the first book though, True Crime, the one that's about Christian uh-huh. that Michael wrote. It's commonly referred to in short term as true crime, and it was made into a movie in 2015. Called what? True Crime. Oh, clever. It, it stars Jonah Hill as Michael and James Franco as Christian. Really? Yes. How do I not remember this movie? I didn't remember it either. I mean, I'm, you know, not seeing it, but like at least not hearing about it or seeing a trailer. I'm sure that you, if you saw the trailer, you probably would remember it. Maybe. Um... But a pretty small budget movie, I would assume. Uh, I, I, it was just not one that. Um, Did it come into theaters? I have no idea. I did not look terribly into the movie. That was the cover. Okay. Yeah, I was gonna say. I, I do you remember, remember that cover? Was yeah. that on Netflix? Uh, I think I it. Think it was. I think it is. Or is. I think it is. Damn. Um, let's see if it's all on Netflix. You can watch it on YouTube for three dollars and ninety nine cents. Ain't nobody trying to do that. Yeah. Um. So the that so that's the end of the tale. The references for that was uh, caselaw.com, murder, murderpedia.com, 
wikipedia.com esquire uh wrote an article about it and uh true crime cases.blogspot.com bitchin bitchin i want to um, we'll just like look that trailer up yeah yeah i'd like to watch it yeah we're always like we'll watch that and then we never yeah do we it. don't um but i do want to watch the trailer because yeah. i'm very interested in that so um yeah that is the tale of living beyond your means cool fucking crazy crazy uh, again story. like i'm i'm most shocked by the him not losing it like just like the pressure of needing to run lie come up it's with funds so much it's work like, how does a human not just like just crack can't compute yeah, yeah like, it's, exactly it's, just blow a fucking fuse yeah it seems like it would be the most stressful thing Clearly, he's got like the same thing like serial killers where they they don't feel empathy this yeah. dude doesn't feel stress yeah it's just like clearly no doesn't. no whatever no. let me go find some money no. and it makes you wonder if that was something like i mean obviously he he was abused as a child at least that's what he says and the mother says yeah. but like it, it, you almost wonder if it's a developmental problem from being beat with a bike chain while Could in be. the womb. Not going to count it out. Not going to count yeah. it out. Yeah. So uh, crazy. Yeah. Yeah. I, that you're right. It's like it's. I, I mean, I, I don't understand. And then like it's like it almost took it. It's like how did it take you so long to come to the solution that you need to get rid of the family? Because that's what's costing exactly, you money. Exactly, exactly. When it's like, that's not really what's costing you money. But you, it is crazy how you finally were like, well, I guess this is the only solution. Also, you know what would have been way easier? Hey, go live with your sister yeah. or your parents. You know, Remember yeah, how well, they said they were just going to take you and all the kids? What, Do that. What the easiest thing to be would be is like, hey, remember when I said I didn't love you? Probably should have left. So I'm going to leave. That's a cue. I'm just going to peace out. Oh. yeah yeah it's it they, it it's mind-numbing it's crazy yeah so anyway that's We're, it all righty yeah you got anything uh anything coming up nopers what was this last week you already have halloween you already had yeah. halloween that's old news yeah this is november 9th. we're on to a big turkey Big Turk. Big Turkey yeah, Day. Yeah, we're getting there to the Turk Day. All right. Well, well, technically, Veterans Day is the next holiday, which will, oh, tomorrow, this will come right? out on Veterans or Monday, Day. Or Monday. Yeah, yeah. All right. Um, shout out all those veterans. Veterans. Shout out all the veterans. Veterans. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I got nothing. Um, I just wanted to, uh, I wanted to acknowledge, well, typically we don't bring up the reviews that we get because... Well, I mean, we're just not, we just don't typically do that. <laughs> I mean, I appreciate, we appreciate all of them. Oh yeah, obviously. for sure. Please review We just don't it. normally address them. Um, but you have one you'd like to? I just wanted to, uh, because like, um, just because I was telling you about how with, uh, with the woman that helped us at the bank for the car, uh-huh. I was like, oh, I just like, she was so nice. She was very helpful. Yeah, you, wanted really to, you want her to know yeah. that you are appreciative. Yeah. So I like reached out to her, her manager and like, just wrote a little like yeah. com- complimentary thing. Um, and so I wanted to recognize, um, one of our, I gotta grab my phone. All right. Grab your phone. One of our, um, listeners wrote, uh, <laughs> she wrote a review um, and she specifically does not use iPhones. She's an Android person, but she <laughs> she downloaded the iTunes app 
so she could write a review for us and for Bumblebutt. Sweet. Like, that was the whole Sweet woman. thing. So, um, that was uh, Emily Beth 27 So, appreciate that. She's the one that was like, love you both, but Holly's my Insta friend. You don't have to like me. Again, <laughs> I'm not expecting anyone to like me. I'm just the other side of Holly's show. Mm-hmm. That's, that's it. So, when you're like, the boy sucks. Like... I mean, I like her, but fuck him. Yeah, yeah. I, okay, we get that. <laughs> but like, well, I like. She's you, not going so to talk to the here. wall. Yeah. So you can suck it, and people that like it, <laughs> thanks. And what was her name, Emily? Yeah, um, Emma. Em, uh, Emma. Emily Beth. Emily. Emily, Emily Beth. Beth. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you for liking, loving Holly, kind of <laughs> liking me. <laughs> I can live with that. Yeah, I can live with that. Um, yeah, she. I just thought that it again. It was a thing where it's like if somebody goes above and beyond, yeah. it's go like through it's, multiple it steps. needs to be recognized. Yeah. yeah. So like that's a whole thing Thank because you. I barely want to leave reviews myself, no, and I'm yeah. a podcaster. Yeah, for sure. So like, yeah, yeah. So anyway, just recognizing that. Recognize. Recognize that uh, people that go above and beyond. Yes. Yes. So thanks for that review. Keeps and, us going. Um, yeah. And uh, obviously, um, Bumblebutt is awesome, but they also just started a Patreon. So um, you want to throw them some bills, listen to their shit? I'm just saying, if you listen to Bumblebutt already, make sure you uh, check out their Patreon. Show. Sure. And if you don't listen to Bumblebutt, check them out. Yeah. Good stuff. They're they're the best. So, um, well, I mean, besides us, but whatever. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, yeah, don't the they butts. have an, They don't have another show. Um, Did they, Cody, are they doing? One of the butts has another show. Yeah, I know that. But no, 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 never mind. They have the between the bumbles, so they do a a weekly episode like us where they do. Yeah, um, but then they have a. They but have then like they a have bullshitting like a bullshitting show. show, which is between the bumbles. Yeah, yeah. So cool. they do that. I think it's on Wednesday. Check them out. Yeah, so check them out. Um, and thank you again, Emily Beth, for that review. Uh, and I'm I appreciate that you like all my clothes. So. <laughs> Alrighty. <laughs> Bye, folks. Have a good week. See ya. Bye. Bye. Bye.